This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We've survived! Welcome to Borough Puzz. I'm allowed, he's been under the broom cupboard in the East Terrace for four fucking years asleep. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, it's going to be good this afternoon. Yeah, yeah take, so here we are for take two. Um, welcome, welcome to the uh, the survival episode of Survival Episodes. Drackers, you right, buddy? How you doing, mate? All right? Yeah, good, good. I've had a, I've had a pretty good day. Uh, I haven't murdered my kids yet, so it's, it's going well. And... Uh, Pat, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, you know. I'm glad to see you. We haven't seen you in ages. We should do this more often. Oh, you sound so excited, Pat. <laughs> Sarcastic <laughs> and bored out of your mind, bastard. God. Um and we've got and we, we and we've got uh, we've got an old toffee with us. Oh right, Dino. Good afternoon, everyone. Can there you we... believe it? People are uh, like requesting uh, this godlike fella on Borough Chat today. I saw like, where is a loot? And they were like, no. They won't uh, ever do it again because Hollis is only talks about the Emirates Stadium and <laughs> yeah, and I'm... ASOS. Of course, he likes to talk about ASOS. <laughs> yes, he does. I, we I are in talks for uh, we are in talks for a special. Um, we were we were in, unlike you lot that want survivor. We were in talks with a relegation old toffee, but that's gone out the window now. <laughs> oh, I should throw me. the gauntlet down to every podcast going and just have. One big mess around one night. That would be good. You did one of them years ago, didn't you, Dean? Yeah, we got, we got, well, we had about, we used to get the, the, the older generation on a loot, you know, your Jeff yeah. Wodes, your Tony Creeks, you know, the, the, you know, the, 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 the 50 plus, whatever you like to describe them as. And I know <laughs> I'm going to get absolute pelters off them as soon as I hear this. Um, and we had about 12 grumpy old men in a room in David Lloyd one Christmas for a Christmas special. That was good because it made me look absolutely like a little ray of sunshine. Um, and then we did a live. Of course, we did. It was it's a legendary live. And um, Pat had a very special T-shirt. I don't want to talk about it because he was against me. Um, and, uh, yeah, we had uh, Graham Wesley come and referee. So, yeah, we did. We, we did. We did. We, we blazed a trail with the Steveish podcast, and, and we let all you kids pick up in our in, in our in, in our wake. 
saying kids are celebrating forty second birthday this week. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, uh, yeah, what a pleasure to be here. Well, it's 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 good to have you here. Um, so let's let's talk about the uh, the 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 good old game on Saturday. Um, Stevenage two, Tranmere nil. Um, it could have been more. The performance was great. KG fifteen sort of fifteen minutes to open, but beyond that, they were pretty poor, weren't they? For a team that's for a team that's uh, chasing a playoff spot, I thought they were absolutely abysmal. I, I was convinced they were twelfth and nothing to play for. Um, we don't we don't look we don't look at the top half of the table on this podcast, so I had no idea where they are. They were, um, <laughs> but yeah, absolute shite, weren't they? I had. Um... I had a Carlisle fan with me on Saturday and one of my mates from work who's a, a Arsenal home and away. Uh, the Carlisle fans come quite a few times this season so knows what we play like, but the Arsenal fan was like, I don't know what you lot are moaning about. You lot are brilliant. You're really good at football. I was like, yeah. I was like, trust me, come back in a, in a couple of months. We'll show you what we're really like. Yeah, I was surprised at Tram there. They were just above the line, weren't they, before the game started and you, you, you were kind of worried about it and Within ten minutes, I was I was actually we're going to be all right here today, so long as we can we can notch, which is always the problem. Um, yeah, and we did, you know, definite penalty for me. I think there were a few complaints from the home pl- uh, the away players, but yeah, no, I think we were I think we were well deserved to go in one nil up. And you know, you've done all right when after the game, the Tranmere fans are complimenting how you played. Did they? Wow. You think that? Yeah, there was plenty of that going on on Twitter. Wow. Oh, on Twitter, yeah. I was going to say, uh, leaving the ground, all I saw was a few dickhead Stevenage fans giving it the big one. <laughs> like, lads, come on. They could be League One next season. Probably not, but they could be League One next season. We only just survived. Come on. Bob Sage had been in the clubhouse and had a couple of WKD Blues after the game, <laughs> so he wanted to tear up someone. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Sage is a gentleman, can I just say. He <laughs> delivers a packet of uh, fruit pastels or those um, hard gums to the commentary box every Saturday without fail. Does he stay on brand or does he just go down to like the little specials and pull down? They are, no, they're not branded, uh, as you'd <laughs> expect. Um, I don't know where they are. He may make them himself. I don't <laughs> know. But they go down a treat, as you can well imagine. Yeah, you get well looked after. <laughs> We do. I'm still wait, 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 wait. Since um, since you can get around the ground and there are no red zones, I'm, Wasp has not been to visit us in the commentary box yet. So I'm very disappointed in young Wasp. Um, but yeah, so uh, he he sometimes brings us some some treats as well. It's like test match specialist, isn't it? It's uh, it's <laughs> not the way I thought the podcast was going to go. I'm not going to lie. Um, the. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about about the game. I'm going to go through. I'm going to do my usual thing, which on uh, on take one of this, I didn't actually do, but I'm going to I'm going to go back to it because it didn't feel right. I'm going to go back to us the the, the match stats. So um, we had a good day. Uh, obviously, we had a good day in front of goal. We had 16 shots to their eight, uh, but only only managed three on target. But don't matter when two of them go in, does it? Um, yeah. And I mentioned to I think I mentioned to Pat in the game against Rochdale that I don't know a team that has as many shots blocked as we do. And it's always, it's always, we'll have four or five off target, four or five on target, all right, today, Saturday three, 
10 shots blocked. On That's Saturday. an interesting one. And and I have talked about it. We, I think teams other than us can create more clear-cut chances, although yeah. in the last sort of three or four games, that's not true. But I think in our strikers, we try to force that issue. We try and force a shot when it's, ne- not, not, it's not necessarily the best option. And I think that's when they get blocked more. Yeah. Do but, I, am I making sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. The shot's it's, not really on, and it's going to hit a player because there's three or four in between the goal and, and, yeah, and, and the yeah. shot taker. All of our chances are half chances at best. <laughs> so it's just sort of... I might be able to squeeze that through, so I'm going to try. And Yeah. Let's let's squeeze it through them four pairs of the legs. Successful 0% of the time, apparently. Um, yeah. Um, Possession-wise, uh, apparently... I don't feel like this is an accurate stat at all, uh, but apparently, mm. apparently, Tranmere had sixty percent possession. They it, did. It was, it was fifty-seven percent at half time, and and my eyebrows hit the ceiling when I saw that. I thought, no, that can't be right. They just did nothing with it, did they? Just nothing did it all go with it all game long. Um, Pat will be happy that I'm bringing the pass pass success rates in. Uh, our pass success rate was only fifty-seven percent, which uh, which. Uh, Anything, I honestly, anything below seventy five percent is pretty abysmal. I think, um, but maybe seventy five percent is a bit high. 70 percent, anything below that, and you're you're asking for trouble. But it's a good good job we found Tramir on a day when they were napping. Yeah. Other other than that, we won the aerial duel. Uh, we 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 successfully dis- dispossessed them twelve times. Uh, they put in a few more tackles, but we managed to retain the ball off it. So, um. Yeah, and if you look at the thing, the big difference I think in the in the the way the two teams played is there are a lot of Stevenish players that got over like an over seven rating when only one uh, Tranmere player did, and their keeper got absolute only five point nine. Um, would you agree with Norris as man of the match? Oh, yeah. Mm, that's a really good good question. I thought there was some 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 great um, performances. I thought Scott was unbelievable. I thought Scott Cuthbert had a great game. I thought Bozzy turned up. I thought it was probably yeah. one of his best, better games in a sleeve shirt. Um, but look, Norris is doing. I think he said it in his uh, in his interview after. His job is to score goals, and he and he did it. So does that warrant a man of the match because he's done what he should do? Penalty was dispatched brilliantly. I thought, um, but the header, oh. Martin Gittins would have loved that, wouldn't he? That was unbelievable. The header was a like I watched it yeah. back hundreds, hundreds of times. Just the way he gets up because it's a little the delivery. Like it's a it's a pretty good delivery, but it is a little bit behind him. He's the way he's, he's up, sort of contorts back, nods it in, and just loops over the uh, loops over the goalkeeper into the back across goal. Um, I was right in line with it as it sort of sails in, and it was absolutely sensational. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just could relive it over and over again. I could watch that goal forever. It was just well, beautiful. the thing is, Nate, what you're not doing, we've got a professional with us today. We've got Dean. Now, Dean, I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've heard the podcast before, but Nate actually goes and uh, replays the um, <laughs> the game and commentates. And I think sometimes, honest, sometimes, think sometimes, you've got the chance here to get some critique from a professional. Oh, it would be sh- silly not to do this right now. You didn't, oh, this is great bland, by the way. It's brilliant. This, I, think, this, I think it's a well. I think it's a well documented fact that if 
me and Steve wouldn't be commentating for any other club in the EFL apart from Stevenage <laughs> Football Club. So yeah, let's not get carried away. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm not going to pile on there, uh, Dean. But having listened to a lot of away commentaries this season, I don't think any of them would be commentating for any other teams. <laughs> so there's there's, so, there's yeah. a lot. Of, there's a, honestly there's a lot of tribe. That the second half against Scunthorpe that we did was probably one of the most difficult ones we've done because there was nothing happening. We couldn't yeah. deliver a pass. We couldn't. The ball kept going out of play for throwing. They kept nicking yards. The referee sent them back. So we ended up talking about, you know, going to the dump, didn't we? <laughs> I didn't listen to that either. I listened to the home commentary, and the guys were like, "Well, uh, we don't. Uh, we, we're really surprised at Steenage because they're full of experience and they've not shown us anything today." It was so funny. I was laughing my head off. They were they were really letting us have it. To be fair, and they were really fair, saying that how awful yeah. they are. Yeah, they bailed us out that day because um, Steve broke the commentary box, so we couldn't actually dial in. Um, so we were literally getting ready to do it on um, mobile phone, the commentary that day. And um, I just went over to the guy and went, you haven't got another box spare, have you? And he, bear in mind, he'd watched us struggle for 45 minutes. I'm on my hands and knees. <laughs> and he went, yeah, I've got one here. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Quarter to three. So then we were like, right, action stations, here we go. Uh, right, yeah. right. Uh, the, Col- the Colchester um, the Colchester guys, other than getting Arthur's name, uh, Arthur Reed's name wrong repeatedly, <laughs> they were actually pretty, pretty, uh, pretty fair in how bad Colchester were. Um, and it's just like, you don't often hear it. Like, I mean, I think you, I think you and you and uh, Steve are pretty fair when we're, when we're really pony. But like a lot of away, a lot of uh, a lot of home home uh, commentators when we're away, you just listen to them. And you're like, what the f- are you talking about? Are you watching the same game as actually clown? Anyway, right, I'm I'm gonna I'm, Jay's dropped me in it, so I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, yes. gonna do a little commentary run on the highlights for Stevenage versus Tranmere. So I haven't prepared, but I never prepared for this. Let's be fair. But I'm gonna sit back, back, sit, sit back and then, sit back and enjoy the uh, this absolute <laughs> show. Right, uh, so here we go. Stevenage versus Tranmere Ravers. So Wilden's out on the right with a great ball into the middle and it's fumbled around by the keeper and it's twatted clear by their central defender. But it uh, actually comes back towards the box. Wilden's up. Uh, Cuthbert's up. I think that's Cuthbert. Cuthbert's up. Lists on the edge of the area. Pokes it out wide to Arthur Reed, who puts uh, the worst cross you've ever seen in. Uh, and uh, Jake Taylor, of course, misses the target from inside the area. It's inside the six-yard box. Uh, now we move on to uh, Jamie Reed on the edge of the area. He's cut back. He's flicked it in, but it's uh, bounced away. It's come to list. He's uh, poked it out right to Wilding. Wilding's drilled it in, and it's definitely a handball there. Kid's basically checking. I think he's checking his air, brushing his air. It's his, it's his hand. It's not a natural position penalty. Oh, uh, uh, someone, someone's having a moan. I didn't catch his name. Uh, right, Luke Norris just straight down the middle in it. Well, to the right a little bit. One nil. One nil. The borough. So. Lovely little celebration there, boys. Right, we've got some good link-up play in the middle. We've got uh, Jamie Reed interchanging with Jake Taylor two or three times in the middle. Played it onto Norris. He's carrying it up the middle. Back to Jamie Reed. It's behind him. It's out to Wilden. Wilden's driving into the box. He just fizzes it across. Uh, it's a bit of a daisy car, but uh, no one's gambled on it, and it should have been tucked in. Really, that should have been 2-0 to Stevenage. Uh, now we've got Jamie Reed again out on the right left-hand side. He's played it back to Koku. He whips the ball in. 
behind Norris a little bit, he does phenomenally well to head that ball up and over the goalkeeper. Runs away to celebrate right in front of me, in front of the East. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, Tram, oh yeah, this is this is good. Tram player trying to have a shot and just falling over himself. <laughs> Quality. Uh, and then oh, that was good, wasn't yeah, it? I enjoyed that. Beautiful. <laughs> and uh, the final final action of the game was a uh, shot from Foley from about 20 yards. Who uh, Pim acrobatically somewhat somewhat Hollywood tips it over the bar. Yeah. And Absolutely. we're done. There we go. That, I think that was Brilliant. actually my best commentary run. I think, yeah, I think you've raised the game. I mean, now. I know, I know, I you know, we have to be a little bit more professional. But when he had that stumbling <laughs> fall yeah. over in, in in the last ten minutes, I did laugh, which is, it's in the handbook. You I shouldn't think... laugh at opposition players falling over. No, I think I think you're actually in a really good position to be able to do that because I always feel like as a as a, like a comedy duo, right? Steve, 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 Steve's like the more serious one. He's got the he's got the serious yeah. serious job. You're just you're just there to make us all laugh. Yeah, well, he gets paid, and I don't. So yeah. that's usually that's that's the reason. Hey, there you go. <laughs> We're going back to man and a match. You said Nozer. Of course, you've got to give it to your man that scores two goals. But both those goals were set up by our fullbacks, which. Yeah, hasn't always been the case this season, and I think we miss Ben Coker. I know he's not everyone's yeah, cup of tea, but, yeah. but I, I like him a lot. And Luther, who has his critics, I don't think Luther's seen as much as the ball as he did in that first forty-five minutes. I thought he was brilliant first half on on, on Saturday, and you know, as you say, Scotty was unbelievable. As was as was Terence, and you know that back four with Bozzy sitting in front of it was the catalyst for that whole performance. I thought. Yeah, that's a really good, really good, really good point um, with Wilden and Coker. You know that that. They're in League Two for a reason, right? They're then they're not going to be well beaters constantly, but I think for a lot of the time this season, those two have been uh, some of our at some points, some of our, sometimes our only positives in games, and that's a huge, yeah. that's a huge thing. But Ben Coker, um, I, I say the same thing roughly, really about Coker and Wilding. Neither of them, neither of them should probably be playing in defence. I think Wilden would be a much better player if he was wide right. I don't think he's all that great in defend defending. I think his positioning is what lets him down big time. Um, I once I, I once um, brought that up with Dino actually at the time, and I said, "Why don't you play Luther right mid?" And he went, "All right, thanks for the tips, Jose." So I'd never I never bothered offering any advice after that. Oh <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. He's a bellend. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, someone said after the game, it's one of those games where you could give it to anyone one through eleven, really, which is the sort of performance you need when we are where we are in the table. I think I would have edged towards Scott, but whatever, it doesn't matter if everyone's playing well; it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice problem to have, isn't it? When you can't really name the man of the match, so you give it to the dude who scored yeah. twice. Uh, yeah. I, I think I'd go Coca, but but Nozzy's Nozzy's uh, a, a worthy recipient, right? Um, Let's let's have a quick look at the League Two table, or at least at the bottom five. Um, obviously, we've we've addressed it a few times. Scunny are gone. Um, Twenty five points from forty four. Then we've got Oldham, who are also gone. Uh, Thirty seven points from forty four. Then six. Can you believe it, boys? Six points clear of relegation with two, uh, with three games to play. Six points clear. Unbelievable. Seven. Excuse me? 
37 to oh, 44. seven. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, why we're. That's why. That's why we're safe. My maths is absolute rubbish. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. So forty points from forty three, which you know. At the beginning of the season, I always, when we're talking, I always say, well, a point a game should see you safe. There, mm. there you go. Um, Barrow, we're level on points with Barrow. Um, we've both got that extra game in hand over the teams around us. Um, they're, they're above us on goal difference. Uh, and that, I mean, there's going to be a, there's gonna have to be a big swing if we finish uh, level on points for them to, to, to leap them. They're minus nine and we're minus 22. Um, and then you've got Carlisle on 50, Harrogate on 50 and Rochdale on 50. So, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me all that much if we if the table finished more or less the way it is. We might nick, nick a point over I think, Barrow. I think we'll finish above Barrow. I think they've got to go to Exeter, they've got to go to Swindon and then they've got Northampton at home. All three of those teams got something to play for and we're going to go Mansfield and nick a point tomorrow night, I think. And then we'll probably get a point or three at Carlisle and you know then we're at home to Salford which is a bit more tricky so yeah sure, I think it'd be um just thinking about like a bit a bit further ahead so obviously we don't know what the plan is for for next season with Steve Evans but do you not think that you know there's a, a lot of players that haven't featured in the past couple of well the month or so really isn't there um and do you think that if Evans is going to stay around do you think it'll be his time to, to flex, flex his squad a bit and uh and and see what these other players are like, or do you think he generally knows that? The, the in a word, no, no, yeah. because I don't think they've been in the squad for a reason. You know, yeah. the, the, you've got you've got players that haven't featured for a reason. I think, and you know, I think we we touched in it in a conversation the other day. You know, the invisible man Zane Westbrook, for example, he, he ain't going to come back in and, and for him to have a look at. He's he's had all the looking at he needs at Bradbury End, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think I think we've probably got. He's probably got twelve or thirteen, maybe fourteen at a push that he knows he wants yeah. in in around that first team, uh, and then he's got a couple of he's got a couple of Andrades on the bench that he's sort of bringing along, but he don't really want to play, and then uh, and then uh, you know the rest he ain't bothered about, and I think that's pretty pretty shoot. Um, so we've got a we've got a couple of questions coming off the old Twitter. So oh. Adam it one one eight one one eight. Adam K uh, has asked, or has said, now we look to next season. If it was purely down to your preference, without needing to consider contracts, etc., which players do you keep and which do you let go? So, I'm going to assume the players that you keep is going to be a shorter list than the players and you let go. So, uh, if 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 each of you just give me one player that you definitely definitely want to keep hold of, just let's just be quick Ooh. about it. Just one, no doubt about. They've got to be here next year. Start with uh, start with Dino. Terence Van Cooten. All right, all right, Pat. <laughs> uh, yeah, Terence. Yeah, that's a shout, Pat. I think um, it's really diff- it's, a, it's a tricky one that because I really want them to stay, or do you think I will? They will stay. Um, you know, at the end of last season, I, I was saying you've got to keep that back four, and, and pretty much it's it's ended the season what it was, at, you know, twelve months ago, hasn't it? Coca, Van Cooten, Cuthbert, uh, and Luther. So yeah, give give me any one of those four, and I'll I'll take them. I don't know. Has Cuthbert got another season in him? Yeah, I think he has. Yeah, I reckon. I don't, I don't, I think, as a bit part player, I reckon you're probably right. I don't think he's. I don't think he can play the number of games he's done this year. But then we said that last year, you know, I think when, when Dino signed him, he was never a 40-game-a-season man. Even when he was at Luton, I don't think he, you know, he, there was always an injury in, 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 in the skipper. But, mm. um, you know, he has, he's, he's, 
he's been there and, and and he's stood up. But probably do we need a big a big young centre half? Maybe different to Terence. But yeah, give me Lufa or, or Coates any time. So yeah, I think you keep Scott around for the mentality and the experience, and uh, you know maybe you transition him into a coaching role and less of a playing role. But he's still a very valuable asset to have around any team. Absolutely, yeah. That's that's part of the reason why I'd, I'd absolutely want to keep him around. It's it's not just what he can do on the field; it's what he can do off the field, helping everybody else. I think for me, I think you've all covered you've all covered more or less the people that I'd want to keep hold of. Um, this this I one, think the biggest problem is the midfield, isn't it? You've got you you're gonna have to start from scratch. You're not you're not gonna have a midfielder at the club next season. Reeves and Taylor, I don't know. Did we sign them on two year deals? I'm not sure. I know that you know. There were other clubs sniffing around both of those. If you know, Taylor played his best football under under Tisdale, and that's no, you know, shock to anyone, is it? And he he's not been so great since since the new gaffers come in. Yeah. Arthur Reed flattered to deceive, hasn't he? A little bit. We haven't seen too much of him. Of course, he had that injury, but he's been, he was he's been better since his return. But three managers haven't really wanted to play him consistently. Have they? Yeah, so it's a problem. That's a problem, there. isn't it? Boswick, not going to see Boswick next season, are we? Um, Lions, don't, I doubt we'll see Lions next season. So, yeah, it's, it's all whether he fancies Taylor and Reeves, I think. And I don't know. He may do, he may not. Our midfield has been a problem for a long, long time. Are we kidding? Everyone's been a problem for a long time, Joe. Oh, well, all right, if you want, to, you want to go by that lot, I mean, t- talking about what we're talking about, let's not forget what this lot have done this season to us at points. It's been, it's been terrible, isn't it, really? So deciding on who we're keeping at some point, you, you've got to think to yourself, well, actually, you know, they were at fault for some seriously bad football this season. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd say, I'd say I'd like to, I'd like to keep hold of Reeves. Um, I think at all points of the season, even when we've been playing really poorly, Sure, he's had a couple of bad games here and there, but like I said, with Coker and Coker and Wilding, quite regularly, he was one of the few bright points. Um, which, I mean, at the beginning of the season, watching him, I think everybody that I was stood with and stood around just basically fell in love with him. Um, I don't know whether that's because he's great at football or whether he's pretty, but uh, it was a, uh, it was definitely, uh, it's definitely one I'd like to, he's uh, definitely one I'd like to keep around for sure. I'm a I'm a bit torn on on Jake Reeves. There have been times where I think he's been he's been outstanding, and there's times when him and Taylor played centre mid, where they've they've been ripped. Yeah, one put away was, yeah, was an example of that. Um, so you've got to find his position, and and he hasn't got that what I like to call that Dean Parrot thrust. If he's going over the halfway line, he's going over the halfway line at his own pace. Yeah, if if you get me, but. But he can spray it and he can pass it and he can, you know, and he gets in there, doesn't he? But I just think we need a player this next season that's going to going to give you thrust from the midfield, like Dean Parrott did in his first spell, and we've never we, really had. Since. Yeah, yeah, we definitely, we definitely need if we're going to keep hold of even Taylor and Reeves, we definitely need a strong, hopefully younger centre centre midfielder who's more sort of more defensively minded to do all the dirty work that and then enables your Taylors and your and your and your Reeveses to uh to push on and be the creative force that we want to see. Um so that's got We've a- got one in the club. He's called Terence Van Cooten. Played there for at least three or four games this season. No, I'm not having that. <laughs> I, I I I thought he played well I'm not having that. 
<laughs> I'm not either. I and thought... you're winding me up and all. So uh, let me let me let me get that one out of the way. That was you know we can go back and talk about Paul Tisdale and some of the decisions he made and some of the players he played, but that was one of his worst ones. I think yeah. Terence Terence will always give you a good performance, but he he ain't a midfielder for me. He's a very good centre back in League Two and probably. As Steve Evans alluded to, if he really wanted to, he could play at whatever level he wanted to. It's just whether he wants to or not. He's so laid back, isn't he, Terence? I mean, he just, you know, he, he got absolutely knocked off his feet on Saturday and he didn't even blink while he was getting up. He was He's just one of those laid back kind of guys and, you know, so cool about it. And, you know, yeah. he looks after himself well. You know, he's one of those players that just, you know, just has that physique and has that, you know, arrogance about him that I, that I love and yeah, you know, he's a centre back yeah. he's a centre back he's a centre back that's he, it he's very he's very I think I think the reason people sort of want him to play a more of advanced role is because he's so calm and cool on the ball it's just he's almost aloof isn't he it's just like he gets the ball at his feet strolls forward with it a little bit and just he, he and he can see he, he can spray a pass left or right um so it's 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 a re- it's a reason why people like like to, to like to push him forwards, but I think for me, I think we've definitely seen the best of him at centre back when he's alongside Cuthbert and they're both on it. Yeah, calm is the word, and people mistake calm for being uh, lackadaisical, but I've never really seen him as that. It's just um, the calmness of how he does what he does. It's elegant, isn't it? He's elegant. He's an elegant mm. footballer. Um, so the we've got a, we've got a few more questions. We've got four from Borders. Um, so let, let's let, let's 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 chug our way through these. So Borders wants to know if we need a director of football. No, <laughs> definitely not. not. Not while you've got not. I don't think so. Not while you've got Steve Evans in charge. I don't know what a director of football does. Apart from not get his hands dirty, uh, uh, sign players that managers don't want. I think that's 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 what they do, isn't it? We've already got someone um, who does that. <laughs> no, 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 hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. We, uh, you cannot tell me that in January, Leon Hunter was responsible for many, if any. He might have been responsible for the Bozzy signing, but I cannot see Leon being blamed for some of those players that we signed. They were the manager's decision and the manager's decision alone, yeah. in my opinion. And I have no other we, knowledge we, of it than that. But I think Leon gets a lot of stick. Unfair stick. We don't know Leon. We don't know what he does. He's, he's, he's not one for coming out and doing an interview and speaking, and, and nor, nor is the chairman, really. And, you know, I, I think... I think what Leon does is 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 screw these players for hundred quid a week less when 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 the manager says let's let's sign him and I think you know I, I don't I don't know Leon that well and I've I've come across him a few times and we've had short conversations but he does get a lot of stick that is a little bit unwarranted in my opinion. I th- I think a big I think you you're right he does get a lot of stick and I've absolutely given him someone by a chat before, um, <laughs> but I think I think one of the big problems with that is. And there's a lot. There's a lot wrong with a lot of other clubs, right? Transparency is a lot of is 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 a huge problem with a lot of football fans. A gripe that a lot of football fans have with their clubs, and they'll and the football club will run the way they see fit, and you know that's whatever that's gonna that's gonna happen. But I think I think as football fans, we have we 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 see a, a player in a position. Sorry, we see a, a someone in the back behind the scenes in a position that seems to be dealing with 
player signings and and scouting. Yeah, and there and and there's a track record, and they come in, and then a lot of the signings from that point on are pony, which it, it'd be hard to argue that we're in a position that we're in without a lot of them being. Shit. Um, that if we don't hear anything from them, we're gonna just assume that you're rubbish at what you're yeah. doing, and yeah, and that's that's a big problem. It's always been the way, and I actually think Stevenage, when uh, when Wallace does the the uh, the sit downs with fans. It's quite good. It's quite good that he does it with with the fans. I don't think enough clubs do it, and he does reveal. He's he's very clever and very guarded about what a lot of what he says, but he does reveal quite a lot. But he never says anything about the bloody transfers, and that really winds me I up. I think I think you'll find over the next couple of months you'll see and hear a lot more about what goes on at the club. I think there's d- discussions taking place with exactly that, and I'll be honest with you. One of our guests, uh, Carl Slow, uh, has been there and has had yeah. these discussions and. And they, they were tabled us as well. So I, I do think within the next couple of months, hopefully before next season, we'll get to hear a bit more about what what and how it goes, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we've covered we've covered one of uh, one of the other questions from Borders, so I'll skip it. I'll skip on. Um, do we expect Evans to bring back your Jack Smiths and promote from within, or do you think he's going to be dipping into the transfer market? quite a lot because one of the things he said early on in his uh, I think in his first press conference in fact as a well his first interview as borough manager he did say that he was very surprised and very sort of happy very uh, mm. pleasantly surprised with how good the budget is so <laughs> read into it read into that what you will but um, do you think he's going to spend all those Bezo bucks or Bezos bucks or do you think he's a his pre-game interview last week he went out of his way to talk about having seen some of the youth players play and gone out of his way to do that, even though he's busy with the first team and getting us out of trouble. Got the young players who he thought yeah. were close to ready, training with the first team on a regular basis. And, you know, he talked in pretty glowing terms about that young keeper who was in the first team squad on Saturday. So yeah. it looks like he's thinking long term, building from within. I'm sure there'll be stuff from without as well, but it doesn't look like the uh, academy route is going to be neglected in terms of uh, first-team squad, and that can only help us. Yeah, I think it'll be a bit of a mixture, to be fair. I've never really looked at what other managers have done when they've come into us beforehand. I I don't really know Steve Evans, except for what what you hear and read about him, so I've never looked at what business he's done before. um, So he's been dodgy before, hasn't it? Brown brown envelopes all over the place. (laughs) Um, But... The, the one thing I'm saying, it probably goes back to the director of sports stuff. Whatever he does, he's going to do his own way. And, uh, you know, um, he's, he's, he's he's had some successes over the years. So let's, I, I'm looking forward to it, to be fair, if he's definitely signed on the line for next year. And uh, it will be interesting to see how it goes. Anything to add, Dean? Nothing. <laughs> um, I, I, look, I, whenever, I see, whenever I see 16-year-old goalies being involved in match team squads, I think that's just, that's just us... Uh, advertising the fact that we've got an half decent goalie in our academy and if anyone's got a few quid and they want to come buy him then feel free um i don't know i don't i don't think jack smith's good enough for football league football and i've seen a lot of jack smith um i think he's a bit short of pace needs to be stronger he's a good athlete but um you know i don't know i don't know um there are some good kids in there but you know we've we've never really had that 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 has brought them brought them through. You have one or two. You have Ben Wilmot, who was just something completely different. Um, 
and George Boyd, of course. But apart, you know, you got the lad that went to Manchester City and um, Luke, but 14 years old, you know, so mm. they've got the time and the and the management and the money to spend on on developing that boy. Whereas, you know, two yeah. nights a week down at Shep, we haven't, we haven't got that, have we? So, oh, and we had a, had a nice link into uh, to Ireland for a while as well with Kenners and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh, I, saw, I, I was driving down the street this morning in, in, in Great Ashby and there was a lad walking along that had that, them old curly locks. And, <laughs> and I thought, that looks like Kenner. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I miss that boy. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, um, so obviously I work at school and we have a lot of the uh, scholars and the uh, college programme, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And uh, Kenner's was at school the next, the morning after the day he first came on. For Stevenage, and he, I just remember one day, I po- he poked his head out the classroom door the next morning after he'd got home and was just on one. He was just hilarious. And then I remember one day, Sarley's visited, and this was before his role in the first team coach uh, manager role. He was in charge of um, that down at Shep, and he just walks in and just grabs older Kenners and marches him through the school, tearing into him. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. He was so good. I'll always love Kenners because he upset the whole town of Luton on one Saturday afternoon. And that's <laughs> that's enough for me. Yeah, it's yeah, it's enough. I don't, I always love. I always, he could be frustrating, but I always just love watching him play football because he just looked like he absolutely loved every minute of it. And whether or not he looked like he was putting putting the effort in, and sometimes you know, you know, with the way he runs, it looked like it was a proper effort. Um, <laughs> I just, I just thought he just, he just looked like he enjoyed the game of football. And honestly, it don't matter if you're good or bad. If you just look like you're having a great old time out there, yeah, you're gonna get, yeah, a, you, 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 you're gonna get fans on board, aren't you? Um, yeah. But I felt for Kenners. I think there was, you know, uh, there was a, we had a few of them like that. Young, young footballers that kind of, uh, it just, just didn't work out for him, did it? Kenners. I mean, there was some big names branded around for him leaving us and going elsewhere. And it yeah. just didn't work out for him, whatever, did it? And it's yeah. just such a shame because, A, he was such a nice lad. And, B, I, when he was on it, he was unplayable. It, wasn't he? it was just unbelievable. And he just used to love winding people up left, right and centre. He was fantastic. Such a great lad. I, I once saw Kevin Ellison get him an airdlock before a game. <laughs> before the game even kicked <laughs> off. And, you know, those two always had, the, had legendary banter, didn't they? So, yeah. <laughs> But we've had a few of them, haven't we? And you look at some players now, they're doing, you know, okay at their level. You look at Dippo, he scored 18 goals this season down at Welling in a really poor side. Dale Gorman's obviously a regular, isn't he, in the Yeovil side. And, you know, Tom- there were others. Conlon. Yeah, Conlon's been great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Final, final question from Borders. Will we ever play with proper wingers? I do like a bit of wing play for sort of shitty lower league football. I'll go back to the days of Tony Lynch, who used to, you know, who, who played for Stevenage in the Deodora. What a name. Premier League. And um, he was a proper winger. I loved him to bits. But nowadays, I don't like wingers because they don't, you know, they'll stand there, they'll have a cigarette in their, tucked in their sock. And when the ball's up the other end, they don't want to know, do they? I, no. I don't mean you can get away. I think they're a luxury now. Yeah. In, in modern day League Two football, and I don't think you can afford, you know, a luxury winger that doesn't want to get back. You look at Jamie Reid and Elliot List on on the weekend, and I thought they did their fair share of defending. Whereas I don't think Tony Lynch ever put a tackle in in his life. 
Oh, that's a blast from the past, and he was at the Legends game, Tony Lynch. Yeah, wasn't he? yeah, yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, he would. It, when the when we were defending, you know, he'd be stood in front of the old East Terrace having a chat with Boise up the back. <laughs> you know, have you got any more of them t-shirts left, Boise? Yeah, I see in the car park afterwards. All right, <laughs> that's what it was. It was just like that. Um, One twenty mile Yeah, I got him tucked in my sock. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Um, yeah, so uh, that's that'll do for Twitter questions. Um, and it's not because uh, we're running out of time; they're shine anymore. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's look at let's look ahead. So we've got two games coming up. So Dino, you just said that uh, just said twenty minutes ago that you think uh, we'll win that. We'll, well, we'll we'll nick a point. We'll nick a point on the road up at Mansfield. Yeah. I, I, yeah. What, what? As you say, confident. Just the way we're playing at the moment, or. I think um, you've got the Mansfield factor, haven't you? With 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 Evans going back to his old club, he's he's not he's going to go for it tomorrow night. He's going to want to upset as many of them as possible, isn't he? he? He's already done it by he's already done it in their view by by having having the COVID uh, thing happen. <laughs> he's already done it, isn't he? He's already in their heads. They were fun. Yeah. they were absolutely apoplectic on Twitter yeah. about it. It was magnificent. But that was true. We, we, we had, yeah. you know, I didn't, go, I didn't go to Las Vegas because of that COVID outbreak. So I'm, I'm giving evidence at the FA when it, when it all happens. So yeah, <laughs> my, my travel companion became slightly sick. Not as sick as I was when I didn't go to Vegas, but there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I think we'll go out there and nick a point. It, that's what he does, isn't it? Steve Evans, he'll put a team out. To, he'll be watch, he'll, he'll have watched every single Mansfield game and he'll know exactly what they're about. Um, and, you know, they're good forms over really, isn't it? They've, they've had a couple of wobbly ones and I just think we'll go out there and nick a point tomorrow night. I, um, I reckon as well, got the added factor that players are playing for contracts. So we don't know the situation at the minute, what it's going to be like next year. Um, you know, the, the lads have got three games to show Steve Evans what they're like, and I do think we're going to just keep pushing. And I think, like Dean said at the top of the top of the show, we're going to uh, we're going to end up pushing Barrow out of the way, and maybe even catching Carlisle. Oh, it'd be nice to it'd be nice to leap them if they wouldn't it? We really, if, I mean, if we win yeah. tomorrow and then we win on win win on Saturday, we could leap. We could theoretically leap Carlisle in yeah in in the space of a week. Um, so that'll be that'll be a pretty old picture. Um, Cool, and then uh, Pat, what do you reckon we're going to do this 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 Tuesday this t- tomorrow night? I reckon two two with Mansfield. They're having a bit of a stutter. We're playing pretty well. Good, exciting game is what you want to see on a Tuesday night. So yeah, I'm going two all. Nice. I think I'll. I think I draw. Draw. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna steal that two all. I like it. I, I think I predicted a lot last last time we did this, but. I'm uh, I'm I'm feeling 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 a bit better about the borough at the minute, so I'm I'm going boozy, and we're we're going to draw away, um, and then Carlisle Saturday. Oh, I can't wait for this one. <laughs> yeah, if you had to spend, what is it, fourteen hours in a car with Steve Watkins, or in close con- companionship <laughs> with Steve Watkins on a Saturday, then you would. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm driving up there, but obviously not with Steve. Not with Steve. Um, I'll, I'll swap you. <laughs> Who are you going with? Uh, I'm going with Dean Seeley. Oh yeah, you'd love him, Dean. You'd yeah. really, he's a he's a lo- much nicer than Nate. Uh, he sounds nicer than, than Steve Watkins already. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Dis- I wouldn't disagree that he's much nicer than me either. Like he's he's a <laughs> he, he's a lovely chap. Um, 
Oh, I think that's the first time I've ever given him such a glowing, glowing. Have you have you ever been to Carlisle, any of you, before? I've no. I've not been to I've not been to for there there for football, but believe it or not, yes, I have been. The last it's the last hour and a half that's the worst bit because you think you're nearly there, and all you <laughs> see every mile or two is a windsock at the side of the road, <laughs> and I, I don't know what they do, but they're all the way from you know from Blackpool to, to Carlisle. I fell asleep coming home once, and I, I woke up. And I thought, oh, we must be nearly home. And I saw a sign for Blackburn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that, uh, I don't, I'm not really going to get into the logistics of an away day on the podcast too much. <laughs> I'm going straight up the A1 to Scotch Corner and then across. I don't, I'm not, I'm M6. I think uh, if Dean's going to give you any, uh, any advice on away travel, it'll be to make sure you put the correct petrol in the car. Is that right, Dean? Don't even talk to me about it. <laughs> I, had, I, had a, I had a day that Saturday night. Go on. I don't know where we were. We, well, I know where I was. I know I, where I was stuck for ages. I was in Sheffield. <laughs> and someone put the wrong fuel. This is your licence fee at work, folks, this was. <laughs> I, I got in four AA trucks on my way home from Sheffield that night when he put the wrong diesel in the in the thing. <laughs> he was stood in the counter for like 15 minutes and, and I didn't take a lot of notice. I was reading the football results on my phone. I was like, seeing what was going on. I thought, his time. Yeah. Four AA trucks. They, you know, they weren't allowed to go over their boundary so they have to drop you off at the next service station. <laughs> we got into the third AA truck and we hadn't spoken since we'd left Sheffield. <laughs> and he said... <laughs> You're taking this very well. <laughs> and, of course, it's about one o'clock in the morning by this time. Yeah. So I've, ca- I've cancelled my day. I've cancelled the christening I was going to the next day and all sorts. You know, there was all sorts going on. And, um, yeah, it was um, it was one of his finest moments. <laughs> you're, you're, you you sort of scoffed at the suggestion that you two were a comedy duo. But you're, you, <laughs> it's all for show. But you it's did, all for show, darling. <laughs> but you two, but you, but you two didn't speak for several hours because he put the wrong fuel in. And yeah. his first thing he says is, you're taking this well. <laughs> that was some three hours later he was brave enough to say that. Well, Jay will tell you, we, we wouldn't talk. when As soon as the, we don't talk when the mics are off me and him, people think we have this sort of great relationship but we don't really like each other I, I hate to put darkness into light here but you know he don't like me I don't like him and then we don't talk really and then the red light goes on it, like in SG1 Jay wouldn't it back in the day when you walk in you'd say hello I'd say hello to you and that would be there and then as soon as the microphone's on boom we're like cannon and ball <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm cannon and he's ball <laughs> Oh yeah, this is a. Uh... There you go. I tell you one one funny story. The uh, the day it looked like Dean wanted to punch me in the face. So we're working at SG One Radio. <laughs> Steve, Steve doesn't like anything that involves recording of his face. So we're in there, and Dean's like, "I'm on my way now. I'm coming down." I went, "Yeah, okay. Got some good news. We're going to be live like a TV show." And Dean has walked in, and it looked like he wanted to. Absolutely kill me. He was feeling me. Do you remember that day, Dean? Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Well, well, which day? You know, he, 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 he's, a te- he's a temperamental old queen, isn't he? <laughs> Brilliant. 
Oh, I remember one day at Carlisle, and this came up on my memories a little while ago. He was reading the program, and um, and then he threw it on the floor. I went, what's, what's the matter with you? He went, I can't read the league table. He printed it too small. And he just threw the program on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> they printed it too small. You mean your eyes are too old? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, somehow I feel like it's unfair that Steve's not here to defend himself. <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> to be fair, I did reach out to him and see if he wanted to join us today, but he's he's busy. He's uh, probably sat. I'm making some more beer and doing yeah. a crossroad as well. I'm making some beer and combing his beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys. Uh, right, OK. I, well, I'm, seeing as we're not talking about football anymore, we're just bashing Steve. Uh, let's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's wrap it up um chaps thank you very much for uh joining me i don't, I don't really have a proper outro for this one i have a I have an outro for the other podcast i do and i've never really done one for this one so uh uh yeah hopefully we win tomorrow saturday up the bar f- the rest of them see you later boys mm. bye lovely What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNuggets share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.